Hello. Hi. Welcome to HBFX. Um, <laughs> I'm McKenna. Joining me as always is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Just wonderful. That's fantastic. I'm happy to hear that. You know what's wonderful? What's that? The Philadelphia Union won last night. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They destroyed Toronto 4-1. to one. That's good. Good for them. Uh, yeah, so we're living it up. We had some rain as well. We love rain. We need rain. It's we- it's starting to get hot here in California again. We have not been getting rain. Oh, it's It was toasty last week. We were like in the 80s. Not good. Humid. humid. Very, very humid. Windy? No. Sometimes. Then storm. Now it's supposed to be in the 60s this week, so I'm excited. Oh, that's nice. We'll be chilling. Good weather. It's good weather. It's springy weather. April into May. May, the best month of the year. Woo! Um, yeah, getting very, very close. Very close to May. Very excited. Um, although there have not been as many April showers. I don't know how many May flowers there will be, but we'll find out. Because I think when it rained on Saturday, that was like the first rain of April. Maybe second. I don't remember. Not a lot of April showers, though. The rhyme lied to us. <laughs> I, I, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the last week of theme months. Yep. Whoa. It's the end. The end of the theme month era. This is the last one. End of an era, into phase three of the HBO Max. Mm-hmm. We watched No Country for Old Men. I hope. Yes, yes, we did. Good, because <laughs> that is what I watched. Um, okay, I'm going to give you some facts and figures. Um, I was really soon as <laughs> I should not have had the whole spiked lemonade before this. <laughs> um, I'm feeling a little hyper. Um, it was released November 9th, 2007. Um, it had a budget, $25 million. It made $171.6 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for 76 awards. Excuse me, I lied to you. It was nominated for 109 awards and it won 76 awards, which is roughly 70% win rate. It's pretty good. That's pretty decent. If I got yeah. a 70% on a paper, I would probably cry. But in terms of award ratio, that's pretty good. Well, yeah, you got you got to think it's it's not you didn't get like a seventy percent on a paper. It's like you got a hundred percent on seventy papers. Oh, right? that's good. Oh, that's the dream. Oh, you're set. You're gonna get all the cords at graduation with that much a hundred percent. Oh boy, um, it had uh, including four Oscars, including Best Picture, three Baftas, two Golden Globes, um, Javier Javier. Bardem, did I pronounce that correctly? Yep. Yeah. Um, he was in Eat, Pray, Love. Um, <laughs> that's the only other thing really? I know Really? I haven't from. seen that. It's pretty all right, I guess. I like Julia Roberts. Um, he was the first Spanish actor to win um, Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars, the uh, Screen Actor Guild Awards, the BAFTAs, the Golden Globes, and the Critics' Choice. Um, he was racking in all the awards as well. Um, they had to use expensive fake blood, about $800 a gallon, because ordinary fake blood uses sugar, and they use so much of it in a desert that the sugar 
fake blood would attract too many bugs. So they had to get the expensive stuff. Wow. Bugs I, not that's good. Interesting. Not good. Yeah, you don't want to have a bunch of bugs. No. Ugh, bugs. Um January 2018 Business Insider article um studied 400 movies and found 126 uh, psychopathic characters um and they named Anton what's his last name? How do you pronounce it? Sugar. Sugar. I yes, not sugar. Um he was named the most clinically accurate psychopath portrayal. Um huh. so shout out to Javier Bardem for the performance. Yeah, I mean he he's great in this movie. He's wonderful. Uh. Um oh the money case is the same one they used in Fargo. Yep. Ah! Yep. Bring it in full circle for Coen Brothers Month. Whoa. Um, and Carla Jean is the only character to talk to all three leads in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, that's all. I was like, yeah, that is right. So those were my facts and figures. I've got I've got a couple other fun tidbits for you about Ooh, the about okay. this movie. Um, so one that I really like is that so. This came out around the same time as another movie that I really, really love called There Will Be Blood, mm-hmm. which is um, another, you know, Artur uh, film. Uh, but they shot those movies pretty much right across the street from each other like, in the same area. And um, they're like they were filming them at the same time, like in the same area. And there's a set piece in um, There Will Be Blood where they write they light an oil rig on fire. Oh. And so it's this, yeah, and like they did it like practical effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like this huge burning thing with all this black smoke coming up. And um, it completely burned a shoot day for the Coens because they went out one day to shoot and there's just this massive <laughs> black smoke in the sky. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and I, I believe that um, because the studios were like friendly or whatever or possibly even like um, related to each other, mm-hmm. the... Uh, um, uh, there will be blood. Had to reimburse the Coens a part of their budget for the day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that film. Is that Robert Rodriguez? No. No. Who's that? No. Um. That's uh Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas and okay. Yeah. Did we we did one of his movies, didn't we? Did we? Did we? The names? Yes, sound- uh, we did um, uh, Punch Drunk Love. <gasps> That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. And yeah, there will, there will Be Blood is a fantastic movie. Wow. Yeah, maybe. 2007, let me tell you what. Let me, let me tell you about the year 2007. Oh, yeah? I don't remember much of it. I was six. <laughs> I don't know what happened then. Yeah. Half Blood yeah. Prince came out. No, not Half Blood Prince. Or the Phoenix came out in movie. And the last Deathly Hallows, excuse me, Deathly Hallows book came out. Those are my only touchstones for 2007. Hmm. And I was in first grade. That's all I've got. I remember that. I remember this movie coming out. Oh, really? More specifically, I remember it coming out on like um, it, at the the rental shops. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because that that was normally like a movie would come out and get some hype and stuff, but then it would be like the hype of like award season and stuff about like, Oh, this is a movie that could potentially get Oscars and stuff. This is a movie you should see, like would kick up again when uh, it would come out on, you know, DVD or Mm. uh, 
not even Blu-ray back then, I don't think. Um, and yeah, I remember this being like one of the movies where I was like, oh yeah, you gotta, gotta, that's gonna be a huge movie. Like people, like, this is gonna win so many awards and all that stuff. People talking about Anton Chigurh being like such like a crazy character and it was I rem- dope. I remember, and I, I may have, t- I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast or we just talked about this. Um, but I remember when it, this, going back and listening to Rooster Teeth podcast and them talking about this movie, Mm. um, and then like raving about it, um, about how good it was and everything. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was going crazy last night trying to remember the name of this movie because I was thinking about it. I wasn't like near my phone or on my computer or anything, and I could not remember what adjectives went in. For it, I was going old country for new men, new country for old men, <laughs> old country for no men. I could not remember the name of this. Movie. I was in the shower, so I couldn't check any of it. And I, I was, I thought like something was happening. Like I was like, I could not remember the name of this movie. Um, but luckily, I found it. Um, big movie, so it was pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, big movie, big movie. Um, yeah, I thought it was going crazy. Like, I don't know the name of this movie. Um, I, be- the, I believe the name comes from like an old poem or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, about I... uh, like the, I believe it's about like the founding of America and that like mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, it was like a, a time for like adventures and not a time, you know, it's no country for old men no to go to or something like that. It's a good title. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's on the Wikipedia page because I read I they had like the, at least the beginning bit in it on the on the Wikipedia ar- uh, article for this movie. Um, I read that it was it's pretty faithful to the movie as well. Um, yeah, I read I read the book a long time ago, oh. and yeah, it is it's very um, pretty pretty similar. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I was sort of like this is like the Coen Brothers' first like. I think it's their first adapted Direct work. adaptation, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I believe Intolerable Cruelties based on... It's like a light Shakespeare adaptation, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, and then they had um, they had done like... Um, they remade The Lady Killers mm. with Tom Hanks. Um, but yeah, this was like the first time like they adapted a novel and stuff. And yeah, they knocked well. it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. This movie's awesome. <laughs> Um, I will say the violence at the beginning, violence normally doesn't get me. Blood doesn't get me for some, I'm scared of everything else, but violence I'm, I'm apparently okay with watching. Didn't phase, like, uh, there was a lot of it in this movie though. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it starts off right at the, they let you know what it's going to be like right at the beginning when it's, um. Like they hide Anton Chigurh's face at the beginning of the movie, right up, like as he's like killing the killing the sheriff and stuff, and it just slowly pans up, and he's just like giving you like the most intense, crazy person <laughs> face. I hate it. It's um, it threw me up because I I didn't know what uh, like a lot of movies I don't know what they're about going into, it, and this was yeah, this one's a lot closer to Fargo than the yes. other ones we watched. This this is absolutely them following up on like the. We can do really good crime movies. <laughs> yeah, they can. Because they they took a break of do, doing like less. They, 
did less serious movies for mm-hmm. a while. Like we, you know, we just went back to back with comedies with them. Right. And now, yeah, they're they're back into the Fargo stuff and uh, this movie. How did how did you think? What do you think? How does this compare to Fargo in your mind? Um, I still like Fargo better. I've never. I like like the Western type of dealios. Yeah. They're not like it's not like my favorite genre, but I still I like I like stories that interlap. Um, and everything like you're going through character by character and they're all like somehow connected. Yeah. I like that. Um, but I still, I think I dislike Fargo a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, for, they're both incredible. Films. Oh, they're both. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's both hard. Fucking to... Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a little more on the opposite. I think I like this, this movie a bit mm-hmm. more. Um, Roger Deakins is like full in his bag, making a fucking awesome movie. And then this, this movie just has a bunch of sequences in it that I just like, mm-hmm. So every now and then I'll just think about how cool that thing is in No Country for <laughs> Old Men. You know what's... I... Let me tell you what. The, yeah. like... The, the the thing that Anton Chigurh uses... The, the, uh, the cow killer thing. thing. Yeah. So cool. Very, a very memorable yes. thing like, to use. No one else uses that. Like, yeah, I, it's, I read it's, it was like it's a thing genius. for cattle. Like... Yeah, I've I've seen one before. Oh. Uh, genius, genius idea to come up with, and then it like it works in with like the theme of the movie really well mm-hmm. because he you know he's using a thing to kill animals, mm-hmm. like designed to kill animals. So it tells you like how sugar like views people, like mm-hmm. he doesn't think of them very highly. Um, and then it also like uh, provides like a really really sweet moment in the movie where uh, we've we've talked about the uh, the Coen brothers repeating dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and there's not a lot of that in this movie. Mm-hmm. But there there's one bit where they do it and it's um, it's not used the way that they normally use it as like sort of, you know, kind of like a more sing songy like kind of funny bits in conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's at the beginning of the movie when Sugar kills the guy with a thing. He tells the dude to hold still mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Moss hunting the the pronghorn or whatever. And Moss tells the buck to hold still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Cohen Brothers using the techniques in different ways. <sighs> it's all connected. Meshes together. Uh, it's a well-made movie. I love that shit. It's that was like the run, one redeeming factor for me in love, actually, was that they were all connected and like scratched that part of my yeah. brain. I love that. I love that. <laughs> So good, so good. Um, I, I got a gripe. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, with Moss, he sticks the gun down the back of his pants, the revolver back of his pants. I hear you're not supposed to do that. It's not recommended, but you know, it was the seventies. People did, you know, people just did kind of different things. Are they, no, this is more like the the eighties or nineties, probably. Wasn't there? <laughs> but uh. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen people do it. It's not safe. It's not a safe way to handle a gun. No. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's. I don't know. He's he's it's <laughs> it. I, I, I think I think it is the kind of thing that a dude like Moss would do. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, is I just remember in um, Harry Potter and I don't think it's it's probably not in it's not in the book in the movie in the book Moody like tells off Harry for sticking his wand in his back pocket and he's like you're gonna shoot your butt off like, that's the only thing I can think of <laughs> how would 
How does a wand know. accidentally discharge? I'm not a wizard. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. Moody's seen people who's, who've, who've uh, shot their butt, butt cheek off, so I don't know. That's all I can think about. I don't want him to shoot his butt off. It's not yeah. going to be good. Well, actually, he's um, that is a um, I believe the gun that he uses is that's a Colt 1911 uh, a which is uh, one of the safest guns ever built. Oh. Extremely hard to uh, intention unintentionally miss uh, like fire. So there you go. it has like three it has like three different safeties on it. It has it has the, the the sliding safety that clicks up, and then it's got a um, it's got your regular like button click safety, and then it has a safety on the palm grip. So if your palm isn't pressing down the little button on there, it won't fire. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. It's a good gun. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's your that's your gun fact for this week. <laughs> um, oh, I want to talk about milk from a milk jug. Because this one, it's the glass bottle. It's a glass bottle. In the yes. movie, right? Glass jug. But you're yeah, talking about the bottle. jug. I want to talk. I just want to talk about milk in a glass in a, in a glass jug, glass bottle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just think it tastes better than milk any, anywhere else. It's that's like real farm liver right there. Yeehaw. If it comes out of the bottle instead of like you getting like the carton from the grocery yeah. store or whatever, you get it from the bottle. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I haven't really had milk from a bottle before. You should try some. Do you yeah. do you drink? Do you partake in drinking milk like just regularly? Not often, especially. I, I mean, I, it was definitely something I did a lot more in the past, but no, not mm-hmm. not 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 so often anymore. Should bring it back just for the glass jug. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> that does have that does lead into one of my my favorite lines in this movie, <laughs> where they they go in and they realize that you know he must have just left because the milk is still kind of cold. <laughs> Just missed him. <laughs> we gotta call it in, and 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 tell him what looking for a man who's recently <laughs> drunk milk. It's so funny that entire like oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love I love um I think his name's like Wendell the the little assistant yeah. assistant guy he he's one of my favorite parts yeah he's he's great. He's great. <laughs> he's great. I think I read he was going for one of the leads. I think he was going for really? Moss. That one didn't work at all. Oh, they got yeah. the right guy. Yeah, they, they went with Josh Brolin. They nailed it. Yeah, they did. He's so fucking good. He's so good. That's 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 Thanos, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays he plays I Thanos. Would have never um figured that out. Um. Yeah, he he went for for Moss. I love the name Llewellyn. That's such a cool name. I like how it's spelled. Yeah. I would. It is. It is. It's like it has like an old timey quality to it. That's like just just works really well. Yeah, which is why it surprised me that it, it takes place when it does. Because I was expecting like, oh, Lou Allen, oh, that's like fifties, forties. No. It's. This is so. This is what it's in like the late eighties or early nineties. I think. I think so. The trucks. The trucks are like. Early '90s era trucks, I think, mm, mm-hmm. that they all drive, but it's it's hard to tell. It's the the film does definitely have like a. It's not exactly modern, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and Moss. It ha- it had to be like late '80s because Moss is a Vietnam vet, mm. or maybe mid '80s. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it is. Um. 
it is a neat idea for this to be as much of a western as it is because it is a straight up it is a western just set in the 80s mm-hmm. that's how many of i'm a big i'm a huge western fan so this is how many Western are there a lot of Westerns that are set like more I say more modernly in like the eighties and nineties or Um there's not a lot. This is this sort of like kicked off like the neo Western kind of genre. I'm sure that there was a couple that came before it. I'm sure there's a couple that's come out, but this is like the number the, one. The yeah. Neo Western yeah. movie. That's cool. Need more horses. There's, I know, there's, I think there's, there's, an, just, there's just enough horses. Mm, always need more horses. Those are my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> need more horses. Um. Oh my God, Woody Harrelson's in this movie. Yeah, he is. Woody Boyd, my boy from Cheers. He's here. And then he dies. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a, he's a very good supporting character. In this. I really enjoy him. I love him. He's. <sighs> I like that he is also a bit of a weirdo in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just Woody Harrelson playing Woody Harrelson, <laughs> or Woody. I don't. Well, know. like, like, there's that scene where he's talking to Stephen Root. Shout out Stephen Root. Shout we gotta, Root. we gotta mention the the Coen Brothers alums when they pop up. <laughs> and there's there's not a, there's not a lot of them in this Mm-mm. movie. This is probably the 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 lowest count of their regulars. I think it's basically just Stephen Root. Um, but uh, when he's having that conversation with him, and he, like. He doesn't understand why there's not like a 13th floor in the building. (laughs) That's just like it's. It's such an interesting detail about the character Mm -hmm. that he's just like. He has no whimsy in him. He doesn't. (laughs) Do you is that is 13th floor thing like still a thing? I've never. Been in a lot of buildings with more than ever been in a lot of buildings <laughs> been in a lot of buildings <laughs> been in a lot of buildings with like that go up to 13 um i think i've only really well at least in the united states well no anywhere really the united kingdom's weird i'll get to that in yeah. a second but like is that still it's like the 13th i think it is i bet it is I haven't talked to many architects recently. More for so more for tradition than anything else. I feel right. like that's a thing that people just that's the kind of thing people would keep up. I do. I think I'm going to the Comcast Tower next week, which is like one of the big Philly buildings. Um, oh, yeah. So I'll see if they keep have a 13th floor. Just I'll look for out. it. Um, but in the United Kingdom, it threw me off because so like obviously like our one button is the ground floor and then it goes like two is like the second. no 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 in the united kingdom it's ground floor one two three so like you're on the second floor but it's really only one on the elevator threw me off when because I, I i was on like technically the third floor i don't like that i don't either because it was like it no <laughs> yeah no that seems worked. that's yeah i don't like that at all because like i was i was on the third floor but i had to click two i don't know it did not, I, I don't really know. It hurt my brain, but you know. Yeah. England's weird, so it's fine. Yeah. Weirdos. <laughs> Weirdos. Psh, what do they know? They, I was going to say something witty, but I lost every British term <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I don't know anything about England. 
Um, there's a cat. There's a little cute little cat in the motel where, um, Shigeru finds Moss, and they don't oh, hurt the there? cat. Which made me happy after they hurt the dogs. Yeah. Uh, I like when they when they keep showing up and like every time they get there somebody has to comment that the dog's dead. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dead dog. Yes it is. <laughs> but the cat's okay, so it's okay. It's... Spe- speaking of, of, of the dogs, um uh-huh. one of my probably my favorite sequence in this movie and one of my favorite sequences of all time, like I said, like it's one that I regularly think about as like that's like the coolest fucking thing. Is the um the first chase scene with Moss. Ooh, mm-hmm. When he's he's running away from the cartel guys. Mm-hmm. And so like one, it starts off where it's like night and then they film it like with the sun rising. Yeah. So like that had to have been so hard to shoot oh, because you have like a very small window of time where you're able to get those shots of like it being pitch black and then it turning into daylight. But there he goes like and like he gets shot and then he goes down the river and then like he ducks under the water right as they fire a shotgun blast, which keeps him safe, which is really cool. <laughs> and then when he he like gets out of the water um the dog's like coming at him and then like he disassembles his pistol clears all the water out of it clears the water out of the mag and then reloads and shoots the dog like that's just so like such a good idea for a sequence Mm -hmm. like because like most movies would just have him like shoot the dog Mm -hmm. without you know having to but like you know like realism with a gun like yeah that gun's gonna jam so like him having to like disassemble it and then like doing it really quickly and stuff it's awesome up there with like anything cool in the john wick movies i don't give a shit it's that's <laughs> way cooler to me there's just some like because he he i don't know a lot of stuff about guns but the well, the one that he sticks in his back pocket he like i kind of disassembles that one or like with the thing that you push it i don't know i like when like you do technical things with with the gun and like take it apart and whatnot. yeah that shit's cool to me. That's like a big old puzzle. That's just a big old... That's a big puzzle right there. It's, yeah. It's, it's cool. <laughs> I, I like I like that. I, I like something like that. It's fun. You gotta be quick with it. Ooh, boy. Oh, What a time. There's um, a lot of just like awesome stuff. In oh, so good. It's... it's Yeah. I, I, I love it. Um, what happens to the money? I don't know. I was actually thinking about it this time when I watched it, where it was like, um, I think it's just, it's lost. I, 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 I think Sugar just kind of like doesn't get it, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually he goes and finds it somewhere, but it's almost like, and p- part of it seems like he almost doesn't care to get the money back anymore. He just wants to just like, like he's just so annoyed with the situation, he just wants to kill everybody. Uh, but I do like that he like essentially fails in his mm-hmm. mission to get the money back. Yeah. Do you think that it because it's the same case? Do you think it somehow connects to Fargo? Because I think this movie's like happens chronologically before Fargo. I think. Um. 
I can't think of any kind of connections that there would be. It's too, yeah. Geographically, I think it's too far away. Yeah, and it, I mean, it is just like, like when you actually look at like what's the crime being committed, it was that like they tried to rip off some drug guys yeah. and it just didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was watching, I'm like, maybe I completely missed what they did with the money. I looked back on the Wikipedia synopsis. I was like, oh, no. No, because because um, Woody Harrelson tells him, like, I'll take you to the money and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to make I'm going to make him bring it to me because mm-hmm. he wants to prove a point. And then he ends up he doesn't get the money because the, the car, the cartel guys get to Moss before he does. Mm-hmm. Is he in this? So the, the one Tommy Lee Jones, who I learned is different than um, Tommy Lee, the musician. Whenever he goes into <laughs> the um, hotel room, is is Sugar in that same hotel room, or are they making it seem? So that, that is an inter- That is a very interesting question, and I, I believe it's up to your interpretation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I do think that Sugar is there, mm-hmm. but it's definitely giving you. It's supposed to give you the implication that he might not be. It might just be. He's so scared of what's going on with this case that that's just that's what breaks him, and he has to he has to quit. Oh, that. But I would just like in in my mind, it's like nothing else in the movie is presented in that way. Mm-hmm. So I tend to just take it at face value that Sugar is actually there, but he could he could very well not be. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't I don't let me tell you what. Whenever I enter a room, okay, I'm checking. I've yeah. seen enough Datelines. I, I used to watch murder shows probably way too young when I was like 10. They scarred me. Whenever I enter a room, I'm checking all the corners. Yeah. I check every time I go into like a bathroom with a shower curtain. Check them behind the shower curtain. I don't want to, I don't want to be, I forget the verb. Uh, murdered. Surprised. <laughs> Surprised. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm already a very jumpy person. I don't need more jump scares, you know. So that that I was scared shitless the entire time. Yeah, I know that that's, that scene is super super <laughs> tense. <laughs> and then he's not there, allegedly. Maybe he is. Maybe, 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 maybe not. I wasn't there, so I don't know. That's. Uh, I don't like it. Cause I watched. Let me tell you what. Okay, let me take you back to the year 2012. I was 11 okay. years old. I used to watch, um, I don't know, murder shows on the television. And there was one yeah. where this woman, I don't remember a lot of it. It was 10 years ago. This woman was murdered in her house by, like, an ex, an ex of some kind. And, like, he was hiding in a corner. And, like, that <laughs> scared me. <laughs> no, No corners are safe now. gotta check the corners gotta check the corners gotta check the shower curtain (laughs) i'm not being surprised or murdered yeah yeah, or murdered (laughs) whichever comes first it's just not in the life 
agenda. Although I'm watching Datelines now, it's a lot of um, uh, married people murdering each other. And I'm not married, so I've got that. Yeah. I'm okay there. No one. That's the thing. Like, when, when pe- people, like, I mean, you see it on, like, the TikTok and stuff. Everybody's talking about, like, oh, we watch all this true crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm so worried about getting murdered or getting abducted and stuff. It's like, if, if anybody's going to, like, it's, like, like eighty percent of murders are done by like it's mm. somebody you know. Yeah, mm. it's a family member. It's, yeah, it's like you guys are worried about the wrong people. They always, I know. Yeah, <laughs> people are always like, oh, I'm worried that somebody's gonna. I'm, I'm terrified somebody's gonna break into my house at night because I watch all these murder shows. Like, are you watching? It's, it's very rarely a random person breaking into your house to murder you. It's normally the person like in your house already. It's, it's all yeah. It's I uh, that's you yeah. Terrifying, but yeah, that's that's like all the datelines. It's like you know, yep. there's only like maybe once every few weeks where it's like you don't, you don't know it's a random thing. But no, you probably know that. Yeah, it's like there's not a lot of like serial killers out there who are just killing people. No, that was the seventies. We don't live in the seventies. Yeah, well, it's so much. It's so much harder to like get away with. Murder. Well, yeah, the forensics is has advanced honest honestly like forensic files and dateline and like all these shows now like it's such bullshit because they lie to you for like half the episode or like 75 percent of the episode because always what happens at the ends of these shows Mm -hmm. is that it gets to and then we like it's like like the the show's almost completely done and then they'll be like and then they got cell phone records and they figured out exactly (laughs) who it was based on cell phone records it's always that it's always that it's like because we we of course have a family gathering on on our Fridays at home where we watch either the Dateline or the Twenty Twenty, whichever yeah. one is more dramatic apparently. And it's like the you can almost always tell if the person you could tell some because sometimes they have the person who was convicted on the show and you could tell by like their backdrop or like what clothes they have yeah. on, or like if they're not there they're like. The husband, she was married, and then he's ne- the husband's never interviewed. It's like, it's yeah. probably the husband then. Like, or like the interviews with the person who did it mm-hmm. are always like, they're never giving like the quotes they're giving you aren't like, oh, we were so shocked, we didn't know yeah. what was going on, anything like that. It's they're always giving like these weird <laughs> adequate, like, where it's like, oh, yeah, they obviously did it. <laughs> it's like you can always tell. I do, I like the ones that's like. They arrest the person 30 minutes into a two-hour special. It's like, there's got to be more. Like, you already <laughs> arrested the person. We're only at 9.30. Yeah. We're going so to 11. So it's probably not that person. Exactly, yeah. It just all depends what time in the episode that they get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> or that something goes down. It's... Dude, we watched a good one a couple weeks ago. Well, okay, wait. Oh, yeah? let, let me tell you about the Dateline procedure at my house. Okay. I'm completely sidetracking the Dateline that we watched a couple weeks ago. Let me let me tell you what. Okay, so my we watched it was my parents, it's my sister and I. Okay, let me tell you we we've got there's um levels at which we all fall asleep during the episode. So my mom knocks out first. She's usually out by the time they even finish. The person is still alive by the time she's knocked out and asleep. Then my dad, usually, he dozes. He's in and out during the entire thing. We usually have to catch him up during commercial breaks. Then sometimes I'll knock out with about 30 minutes left. Campbell's usually, my sister's usually the only one that's up the entire time. So it's, it's, 
in the hands of her to explain to me and the rest of our family what is going on during the Dateline episodes. It happens every week. Every week, Brandon. We don't learn our lesson. We still stay up and watch. We still get our little snacks. We, my sister makes me a, a nice raspberry lemonade. And I'm out. I'm out, dog. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happens at the end. Like, we watched a Chippendales episode. The Ch- there was a Chippendales one a couple of weeks ago. Right. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, you were telling me about that yeah. one. Fell asleep with, like, 45 minutes left to go. <laughs> I still don't know how it ends. <laughs> but it was good from when I was awake. <laughs> it was Chippendales. How could it not be good, you know? Are, are the Chippendales still a thing? I feel like I mean I don't I have no idea what this whole scandal was about mm-hmm. but I saw that they were there was the Dateline episode everybody's yeah. talking about and then they made a show about like some shady stuff with the Chippendales mm-hmm. so I would have to assume based on all that evidence the Chippendales are probably done but mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to let's do a little do a little Google search so from what I remember there was like two guys who were heavily involved one website's still up Mer- chippendales.com Ooh. Shout Hottest out. male revenue in Vegas. Shout out to the... Ch- Vinny G is returning on August 31st <laughs> to October 8th, McKenna. Oh, baby. Wow. Vinny G. Oh, apparently this is a guy from Jersey Shore. Oh, oh my... Wait. I thought that this was like a legendary Chippendale who had retired and he was coming back. And I was like, that's an interesting little subculture there. But no, apparently it's just a guy from... um. From the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I don't even recognize this guy. The thing I know the Chippendales most for is, I mean, I, I assume you've seen the Chris Farley Chippendale skit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the only thing I really know about the Chippendales. They showed that during the Dateline episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. For some, dude, I wake up and there's Chris Farley. I'm I think like, for a lot of people, that's the cultural touchstone. It's Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley. <laughs> I can't remember. I could have sworn there was another, maybe another famous Chippendale, but I might be wrong. Well, we looked up a couple weeks ago. I say a couple weeks ago. It was a couple months ago now. Um, for some reason, it, it was brought up the most famous bow ties um, characters with bow ties. Chippendales was on that list. Right up there with uh, Donald Duck and Yogi Bear. There's Chippendales. Huh. <laughs> they're not really a character, right? No, they're, I don't think so. Not, I don't know. I'm... Maybe. Maybe during know. their prime. Perhaps. Perhaps. I don't know. I'm, I wasn't there during that. I don't even know when their prime was. What, the 80s? I don't remember the Dateline episode. It's got to be like the 90s to early 2000s. Oh, okay. I was there for some of that then. But yeah, so allegedly, Dateline episode, it was like the two guys who were heavily involved in the Chippendales. Like, they weren't dancers. They were like the people who funded it. Businessmen. Businessmen. One of them was murdered in his office. They think it was the other guy. He went to jail for something else. This is all what I can remember. And then he was, I believed, pinned for the murder. And then, like, right before he was going to trial or something, he killed himself. So no one knows. And that is Chippendales. Okay. Uh, From my recollection. I would put an asterisk on that. Um, but yeah, so Chippendales. Um, Chippendales. I don't know how we got the Chippendales. <laughs> oh, Dateline. Neither do I. Dateline. Dateline. This would be a. Let me tell you what. No Country for Old Men would be a great Dateline. 
I, oof, I don't know if there'd be enough. Like, I honestly, from what like the 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 police know and stuff, I don't know if there's enough story that you could get out of like a to make a <laughs> Dateline episode. I don't think people know what happened enough. That ooh, that is true. Oh, ooh, we get Dateline years down the road, maybe ages, maybe. Maybe one of those ones that like happened. Well, I guess this would have happened in the 80s. And it's like we would get it now or maybe the next 10 years. <laughs> this this, this would be like, like, yeah, like this would make like a really good, like true crime yeah. documentary. Yeah. It would. And we kind of got that with the movie. We know all. Well, yeah. We don't know all the bits. We, we get to know all the. Yeah. Well, we get to know a lot of them. We get to know more than everybody else, you know. Exactly. And that's that's the best position you can be in with true crime or with crime. Stories. <laughs> you know all the details. Yep. Um, Randy, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm sorry, I asked you that right when you took a swig. Um, I... This movie's a joy to watch. Just because mm-hmm. it's like... I, all the characters are just like... Really, really good at what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. In a way that's like really interesting, because like in in a lot of movies, when you have a character and you want them to be like like a super badass character, right? They're doing stuff. They're tracking down people they want to kill, or they're you know they're trying to like defend themselves from people trying to kill them. A lot of the time, the movies just like essentially make them magic. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch the Fast and the Furious movies, like they're magic. They're not like doing cool stuff to the cars or like trying like in like they're just magic people who just like when they're (laughs) around cars it just always works out right (laughs) with superhero movies very similar where it's just like these they're just magic you just have to just understand that when captain america throws his shield it just bounces in whatever direction he wants it to it's not complicated this movie is so like detailed when they're doing stuff like when Moss is like he rents the hotel room and then he goes out and like shops for supplies mm-hmm. and you just like you're they don't explain to you what he's doing. You just see him like step by step put this thing together and then like the plan unfolds and you're like, oh, wow, he's like what he does with the <laughs> like where he like he rents the room across from him and then hides the thing over the and then pulls it with the tent poles and stuff. And like it's so it's so neat. Like somebody really like thought about like, okay, if you were going to be like, like if you were actually going to do the crime, Mm -hmm. like how would you do it? And it's really interesting. Yes. I love, yeah, like doing gadget stuff. He just puts like this gadget together with all these tent poles and like the clothes hanger loop. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just see him like he like he sits down and he just starts like undoing a wire clothes hanger. Like, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) I was very confused because he like, like, yeah. Like when Shiguri like goes to his room and he just sits down and he just starts taking off his boots and you're like, mm-hmm. why the hell is he taking off his boots? And he turns off the transponder and you're like, what's he doing? And you start, he just starts like walking around in his socks so he's not making noise. So smart. Ah, uh, yeah. So good. The damn transponder. Let me tell you what. That's wild. It's yeah. It's, I mean, brilliant for like why it was there. Like I just. Yeah, it's really clever. And I I like that. I like that, like, Moss doesn't pick up on it initially, Mm -hmm. but he is just like he's sitting in his room and he's just like, 
No, there's no way that both those people found me just incidentally. Mm-hmm. And he find yeah, and he starts looking around for the transponder and stuff. So then uh, does does the, the the cartel and uh, obviously Sugar has it. Does the cartel also have like a tracker device thing too? To so find those it? dudes who like they met at the thing, I, I I believe that those yeah, what they say is like what that's why he kills Stephen Root. It's because oh, he, okay. he ended up hiring that other group of guys mm-hmm. to go after and find Moss. And he's offended by that, I guess. Not good. Not good. Stephen Root wasn't in Fargo, was he? No. Oh, we could have had a, we could have had a Stephen Root sweep, as they say, a Stephen sweep. <laughs> we could have had a Stephen sweep, but no, he, he wasn't in Fargo, sadly. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe next Coen Brothers month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in... He, he's in a couple others. We can we can go track one down. <laughs> we can go find Stephen. Maybe we get a. Can we have? Do you think we could get Stephen Root on the show? You know he's in like a bunch of movies that mm-hmm. like are extremely low budget. So I maybe 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 I'll, I'll write to him. Yeah, Stephen Root, come on the show. Stephen Root, come on the show. How many people do you think we have said come on the show to? <laughs> At, the, at this point, like one per episode, and we're in like what? We're in the fifties now. I think so. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of guests on our show. Yeah. Yes, we are. Is one day we're gonna have someone on that we said come on the show for, and it's gonna? I'm gonna get a confetti can. Brenda, have I ever told you how I really want a confetti cannon? Like I. You have not. I I want. And I don't know how to Google it because I've tried and it, Google just doesn't understand what I want. It's a confetti cannon, but that I can reuse and doesn't make a mess. Like, Are I can, these a thing that exist? I don't know. <laughs> I really, I want one that I can, like something happens. We have a guest on the show that we've said come on the show for. I pop a confetti cannon, doesn't make a mess, and I can just tuck it back in and do it for my, my next momentous occasion. Which apparently I say a lot enough for Campbell to text me the other day. She texted me the other day. She's like, I need to borrow your the, your hypothetical confetti cannon. So I don't know. It's in the lore somewhere, but I don't know if they exist. <laughs> I need them to exist. I, I don't know. I don't think I can ever think of a time where I've seen a, a confetti cannon. Mm-hmm. I think that's normally like a, you drop it from the roof kind of a thing mm-hmm. or like. Right. Make you know, the little poppers with like, you know, yeah, yeah. That's what if you just point. make what if you just make like a really good confetti popper, like a huge one Ooh. with like a big rope that you pull? <laughs> <laughs> that could work. That could work. That's uh, I'll be celebrating everything with that. I don't I forget. I said it to Campbell a couple weeks ago at the nursery. I And I always say it's. If I had a confetti cannon, I would <laughs> pop it off right now, but I don't. It's, you, you can always go with a confetti cannon. Like, just back pocket, bam, confetti cannon. Steven Root's Wikipedia page <laughs> is really interesting. Oh yeah, go on. Because it is like, some of the best movies ever made are on this <laughs> list. But also, movies you have never heard of. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. And th- I mean, there's so, like, we're talking, like, most years, he's he's in, like, five movies. 
Jesus. Oh my this God. dude works. And like, like he's a fantastic actor. He's really, really good. And yeah, he's just in like, I mean, Finding Nemo. He's in uh, Dodgeball. He's in Ice Age. He's in um, RoboCop 3. <laughs> what? He's in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Um, He's in Scooby-Doo Scare Camp. <laughs> he's in Tom and Jerry in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah? Yeah. Did you... Not to detract from... Um, Steve Root. Did you watch the Tom and Jerry specials? Like, growing no. up? Were you a Tom and Jerry kid? I mean, I watched some Tom and Jerry, but it wasn't, like, a show that I was, like, super into. Mm-hmm. We would watch it when my mom would get, like, growing up, my mom would get her hair done. And it was at, like, a place where, like, the hairdresser had daughters and we would, like, play with their okay. toys. I don't know if they liked that or not, but we played with their toys. And uh, they had a TV and Tom and Jerry. Every time we would go, Tom and Jerry would always be on. And there was all, it was almost always this damn special where it was, like, this big race like this car race this motor race and i i don't i swear it was like on every single time we were there and that's the only like solid tom and uh, jerry tom and jerry the fast and the furry <laughs> it may have been hold on let me see 2005 oh my god it was okay Mystery interesting five. And it would be on, I don't know if it was on Boomerang or maybe they just had it on DVD and it was just always on. I don't really know, but that's what we watched. <laughs> and that's my, and that's my Tom and Jerry touchstone. Okay. I still don't know which one's Tom and which one's Jerry. I don't know. Uh, Tom, Tom is, Tom is the cat. Okay. Tomcat. <gasps> oh, that makes sure. sense now. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it now. I don't know why did it's you, Jerry. Huh? Did you ever watch King of the Hill? No, I've been told I should. But oh, I've classic never... show. Steve, Steven Root's a uh, series regular in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who, who, which, who does he play? I know uh, what they look like. He, he plays Bill. Okay, hold on. Of the of the, the main four guys, you know, sitting in front of the fence. He's mm -hmm. Bill. Oh yes, okay. Okay. I've, and I've then he also uh will occasionally be uh he plays Hank Hill's boss, Buck Strickland. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting that's a fun show. I really like that. Mike Judge is a really funny guy. Yes. I don't know how much I know of him, but yes. Um, you ever seen Office Space? Oh yes, I yeah, have. Yeah, he he did he did Office Space. Okay. Stephen Root, of course, in Office, in space, Office space as yes. Milton. Yes. Um, and then uh, Idiocracy too. You might have seen Idiocracy. No, but I've heard Nick Scarpino talk about it because he talks about Welcome to Costco. I love you. That's yeah, all Welcome I to know. Costco. I love you. That's the only one I know from. It. That's also that's also a Mike Judge joint. I know why I recognize Stephen Root. Oh, news radio? 
No. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to News Radio. It's on my list. This been on my really? list for a while. Yeah. Fucking love on News Radio. Amazon Radio, or yeah, Amazon Radio. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. He was in the Man in the High Castle. He was, oh, was the he? man in the high castle. He was the man in the he high was castle. The man in the high, high good for yeah, him. That one. Yeah, good for him. Um, not a good ending to that show, but oh know, really? It was fine. Awesome. It was a shit ending, but the rest of the series was okay. Very. That's what happens when you turn a, sh- a pretty short book into a you know a what a four season TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's like this big of a book, and it's a, yeah, yeah four season show. It. A lot of the stuff that happens in the book, it does not happen. <laughs> it's just mainly the names, really, and, like, yeah. kind of the plot. Um, but other than the ending and, like, the weird time travel stuff, it's pretty okay. Yeah. News radio. News Again. radio. Hell of a show. That's what I've heard. I used to own that on DVD. Oh, really? Where yeah. Where did it go? Oh, you know, just through the years i mean we're talking about like i was in like like fifth and sixth grade i had news radio on dvd <laughs> like <laughs> that'll do it yeah phil hartman just one of the funniest dudes ever r.i.p r.i.p yeah. i know of him. but then i mean but then he gets replaced on the show by john lovitz who john lovitz is incredible oh, shit he was in league of their own yep mm-hmm. love john lovitz i do as well yeah rec- recommend it's only like five seasons long too you can knock it out real quick oh maybe that's what i'll watch next then only 97 episodes only 97 yeah like the first season only has like seven episodes oh oh nbc i should watch that then yeah check it out i might i might start re- if it's on peacock i might start re-watching it because i'm about to, i'm about done with 30 rocks so Oh, I'm almost done with Boy Meets World. I've I just started the last season. Ooh, exciting stuff! Oh boy, it's very exciting. Things are happening. So, I mean, you've gotten to the um. Oh, what's what's what is he? Uh, Talks with squirrels or whatever his name is. What, what is it? <laughs> I don't know yet. Is that is that in the last season? <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Plays with squirrels. Plays with squirrels? <laughs> oh, I guess this is the last... Is this... Hmm. Seven the Hard Way. Season seven. Season okay. seven? <laughs> season seven, episode 16. Okay, you'll get oh, to this. Okay. <laughs> Great stuff. Excellent stuff. <laughs> I thought that was the second to last season, but no, no, it's the last season <laughs> Really good stuff. Oh, 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 boy! Did you know that, like the um, the episode where uh, Corey and Topanga are like planning to have sex for the first time? Mm-hmm. You know this episode. Yeah. You know that's like essentially like blacklisted from TV. Like yeah, they never play it. It's that one. There's I I read there was three episodes. It was that one. It was the one where Corey and Sean drink, and then there's a th- yeah. third one. I don't remember which one it is. Um, I think is, yeah, I that too. I think it's an episode that has something to do with suicide, or that might be mm. a different show. Um, uh, let's see. Um, but yeah, I, cause I lost my train of thought there. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm now I'm on Wikipedia trying to find it. Um, but yeah, I was like watching. I was like, "Ooh, this is." I I was worried at first that it wasn't going to be on because it's on Disney Plus. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they took it off of." Oh or yeah. If they didn't put it on Disney no, Plus. No, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's on there. But yeah, it's 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 uh it's on there. Um, I can't find it. Wait, <laughs> I know I read it on Wikipedia. Oh, maybe it's on the, maybe I read it on the trivia on IMDb. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Oh, I found it. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Uh, so yeah, it was the prom one, um, the one about drinking, and then the truth about honesty, which I just watched that one, and it wasn't... What? What's in that episode? Was, um, it was where Sean, or... Topanga, okay, so Topanga uses Corey's razor, and, like, it becomes this whole thing, and, like, Topanga's like, just be honest with me about everything, and then Corey's honest with her about everything, and it goes really bad, and then they go to a dinner party at Jack and Rachel's apartment, and, like, it's just, like, this whole honesty thing. Oh! Well, okay, I guess the only thing I could think of was, like, Angela and Sean. So... The Sean is asked if he could spend a night with anyone, no strings attached, no emotional connection, he would spend it with Angela. And then Angela's like, let's do it. And then, like, they almost do it, but then, like, Sean says he loves Angela, and then they leave. Um, like, nothing, I don't know. I, that's <clears> the only <throat> thing I could think of why it would be, but, like... It's not, like, a giant, it's not, a, it's not, like, the main plot point like it was in the other two episodes... But I don't know. I guess it's not like this is apparently like writer strong was really upset with that episode. Huh, I'm, I might have to go back and rewatch this one. This is <laughs> I, seems like a, a weirdly innocuous episode. That yeah, just I just like, watched it tonight. That's the only reason why I know. But yeah, that's it's weird that it would be. It would be one of the three. That was um, banned. I guess that they just decided that, like, they want they cut out anything that got too too deep into the Korean, like anybody's sex life. Interesting. And so they decided to leave it out when they put it on Disney. Hmm. I guess you would. I guess it was like, yeah, they, they it's more like adult themes or whatever. Mm. But they are adults. Yeah, I don't know. There's some like. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're they are in college at that they're point. In college, yes. Huh, that's interesting. That's, I, yeah, I wouldn't have pegged that one, but I don't know. I'm not a Disney. You got Rachel there now. Rachel. I got great. Rachel there. She is wonderful. I love her. Um, the, the there's a baby now. <laughs> like, mm, I didn't yeah. realize they had a, another one. Yeah. Um. Because I, it was that thing of, like, I never remember, like, reading about, because I was spoiled, I mean, Boy Meets World is such a big thing that I was spoiled on most of the things that happened. Um, yeah. But I never knew that there was, she was, there was another baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty unimportant, unimportant to the overall yeah. series. I wonder why they even decided to do it, to be honest. Yeah, because I couldn't find if, like... The mom, the actress plays the mom, was, like, pregnant at the time or anything. Like, I don't think she was. Because I know, like, that's, like, what happened with Malcolm in the Middle when they had Jamie. It was yeah. because the mom, the actress plays the mom was pregnant. 
and they just wrote it in, but, like, I, I don't know. I think that's what they did with Friends, too, when, um, uh, Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow was pregnant, and they wrote that yeah. into the script. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and a Family Ties. <laughs> when, when, oh, I love... Sorry. I, I like it when like when they don't write it in and like like <laughs> have you seen How I Met Your Mother? Yes. There's that like half a season where they just completely like Lily is like never seen from like the chest down. Yes. It's, and honestly, like, like when it was coming out at the time, I never noticed. No. No. Well, I think Angela in Boy Meets World, she's ten years older than all of them. She really? was pregnant, I think, during the prom episode, actually. And, like, so she's never seen, she's either hidden behind something or she's only seen from, like, above her stomach. Um, That's interesting. And she's, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's, oh, yeah, it was a whole thing because it's, like, when she joined the set, it was, like, this whole thing because, like, ooh, Ryder gets to kiss a girl who's ten years older than him, da 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 or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's a fun time, like, trying to spot, spot that stuff. Because <laughs> there's... I think it, it happened in Family Ties again because Meredith Baxter got was pregnant a couple of times while they shot it, and it was only obviously it was only written in once. Um, that's fun. Uh, this is a this is a fun game. Like, ooh, what giant pillow is she gonna sit behind? <laughs> it's fun. Um, that does not happen in No Country for Old Men, though. It does not. <laughs> no. no. No, it's but it's much easier to work around when you're making a movie. <laughs> Um, do you have any, um, final thoughts on No Country for Old Men? Um, yeah, just one more thing, I think. Uh, I I like how little this movie, like, talks to you about, like, what it's doing Mm -hmm. and, like, what's going on. And, like, a bunch of stuff happens off screen. Mm -hmm. Like, um, the movie, like, intentionally breaks a lot of screenwriting, like, rules that, Mm -hmm. like, almost like intentionally to like make the audience mad. I think Mm -hmm. like Llewellyn dying off screen is not something that you would happen in like the main character of your movie Mm -hmm. died off screen and you just show up at the end. It's like, Oh yeah, he's dead. No shootout. No nothing. He's just dead (laughs) by the way. And it looks like it was, might've been an interesting shootout. Like Mm -hmm. Llewellyn at least got one of them back (laughs) and the other guys are like leaving pretty, pretty rushed. So it's, I didn't believe it at first that he would die because, I mean, it's towards the end, but it's not like the end end. Well, no, I guess it is kind of the end. It's kind of the end, but not the end ish. Yeah, there's still there's still there's about like 10, 15 minutes of movie left or maybe even 20. Yeah, it's not like this. Yeah, like you said, it's like not this like giant climactic thing, like how a lot of other movies end when the main character dies. It's like, no, there he is. It just, just happens. Just a thing that happens in the movie off screen. Um, and then like uh, Carla Jean also dies off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I. This this is part of like how how masterful the Coen brothers are mm-hmm. at this stuff, which is that they spend they spend a huge portion of the movie setting up the reveal of Carla Jean's death mm-hmm. of like between Llewellyn and um sugar mm-hmm. they're constantly showing imagery of them like their boots and blood 
and like checking their boots mm-hmm. for blood. And so when Sugar like walks out of the door and checks the bottom of his boots, you already know what's happened. Yep. You don't, they don't need to show it to you at all. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's really good filmmaking. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And then uh, I really like the end of the movie where uh, Sugar gets hit with the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they play a it's a reverse of what happened to Llewellyn where earlier in the movie, these three dudes in Mexico think that Llewellyn's been hit by a car and they're like dicks to him. They won't, Mm -hmm. they charge him like $500 for his jacket or whatever. And then like sugar, the bad guy, a horrible (laughs) monster of a person, he gets hit by a car and everybody's really nice to him. Yeah. Yeah. I read a thing that was like, there's, very few people that sugar talks to that he doesn't kill and it's like those two boys at the end like he doesn't kill them yeah um there's a few other people too but yeah it's like i don't know yeah it's it's weird parallel but um yeah and and it's um walks off into the sunset yeah it's it's very very cohen brothers of just like yeah um there's no there's no rhyme or reason to anything that happens it's all just Mm kind of just chaos and just like good thing good things will happen to bad people bad things will happen to good people Mm -hmm. some people will survive some people won't sometimes you'll get to see them die sometimes you won't it's yeah that that, that's the thing i really appreciate appreciate about the cohen brothers it's just like the very like realistic not story look at things Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's great and then like there's also just like a bunch of monologues in the movie that are like just yeah. super fucking good. Yeah, they are. The the, be- the beginning and closing ones by uh, Tommy Lee Jones are great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a fantastic fucking It's very good. And guess what? You can read this movie. You can read the movie? <laughs> you can read the movie. Really? On, How would I go about reading this movie? You can. Let me tell you what. You, you yourself, can go to okay. Audible Trial. Nope. Audible.com/slash/trial/slash/hbo/max/hbo/max. You can get a book. You can have a trial. You got a trial. We're giving you this. What trial. kind of a book, though? An audio book. Audio book. An audio book. A book that is audio that will be read to you for huh. you get a book for free for free for free you don't have to return it nothing it's yours to keep so you're telling me i can sign up for this free trial i can go to audible.com slash trial slash hbo max <laughs> and i can sign up for this trial and i can get a free audiobook and then i can cancel the trial like i do with the netflix or anything else <laughs> And I don't have to give the book back. I get to keep the book. You get to keep the... That is all correct. That's crazy. There's a number of books on Audible, including No Country for Old Men, read by a man named Tom S. with a long last name that I don't want to try to pronounce. <laughs> but he's done... He, he has a history of audiobooks. Um, he's done No Country for Old Men. Um... He's done Shutter Island, Friday Night Lights, Ooh. Watchmen Motion Comic. Um, this is a dude who he does. He knows what he does audiobooks. He does audiobooks. Um, Very cool. 
So, you know. Audible.com slash trial slash HBO Max. There you go. Check it out. Help us help you. Oh, spe- I mean, speaking of audio, uh-huh. you notice how this movie doesn't have any uh, no music? music? Yeah, I read it was like 16 minutes out of the whole movie. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's neat. It's very, it uh, it helps with the emotions and everything. It makes everything just a little bit more tense. It, yeah, it does. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Not, I don't know if I would classify tense as fun, but sometimes fun. <laughs> <laughs> tense is tense. Indeed. I was jumpier than normal. Um, yeah, you can do the things. Um, Brandon, where can people find you on the internet if they want to find you on the internet? Oh, they could go to uh, audible.com slash trial slash HBO Max. <laughs> do you think one day, do you think we could get you to read an audiobook? Do you, do you like to read aloud? Do you, do you, would you, would you? I haven't done it in a long time. I imagine it would be a pretty painstaking recording process, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, we could do it. Yeah. Let's, okay, hear me out. We'll write a book and you could do the audio recording for it. Okay, sure, why not? I don't know what our book would be about. HBO Max, a journey. Sure, sure. Open your ears. That'd be great. Yeah. Watch out, HBO Max, phase four, book. We're writing a book. We're writing a book. Because we're canceling the podcast, it's going to be released in book form from now on. It's book time. It's, it's, that's how it be. One book a week. <laughs> oh. A book a week? <laughs> um, you can follow the, the podcast. Find out all about all of our book adventures and other adventures, such as Phase Three, um, on Twitter.com slash or slash HBO Max HBO MAKS or at HBO Max, however you find your Twitter profiles. Um, you can find on all your fun podcasting streaming platforms, um, as, as well as youtube.com slash at HBO Max, HBO M-A-K-S. We are, if you missed the live stream last week, we announced some things for Yes, we did. Three? three. Count them three. Well, yep. it, Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, if if you're normally if you're used to to uh, getting your HBO Max once a week, mm-hmm. I got bad news for <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, next week, there's not going to be an episode of HBO Max because we will instead be releasing a podcast here on the same uh, channels called Maximum Ruckus. It's just going to be me and McKenna doing, uh, you know, being being goofy, being goofballs. <laughs> and then um, the following week, we'll be back with the HBO Max. It's just going to be going back and forth. New podcast, old podcast, new podcast. <laughs> old podcast <laughs> and uh yeah hbo max we're gonna be doing more guest focused stuff we're gonna have guests on the show back to how it used to be guests talking about movies talking about movies yeah we like movies people like movies people people like movies people like movies brendan what is our first movie with a guest back wait we've I, had I, guests and then right you know what i'm talking about yeah the first movie of phase three hbo max is a guest focused show uh i believe is going to be joshua makuga bringing on bad boys what you gonna do yes what what are you gonna do when they come for you <laughs> the age old question 
<laughs> yes. Maybe we'll answer it. Perhaps we will. If you tune in to the next episode of HBO Max, we will tell you what to do when they come for you. I'm going to make a note of that to make sure I ask Josh. <laughs> and you, that's, that's what we're going to answer. What will you do? I hope I know what that means next week because I'm not putting all the words in. <laughs> um, so yeah, so stay with us. Stay here on youtube.com slash HBO Max um, for Maximum Ruckus and HBO Max. We'll be here. Will you? <laughs>